Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. Episode 10 on self-esteem and blaming yourself for problems in a relationship. So my whole life I've had fairly low self-esteem and I'm only starting to really sort of come out of that and develop a sense of self-worth. And, you know, this low self-esteem has come from a lot of different aspects, but I'll put the primary cause down to um, not having a stable home life. You know, I would always be sort of a bit on guard with the things happening at my father's house, with the people that were there and just how unsafe it was. I was never really securely attached to him or to my mum or to, to anyone. And the people that came into the house were quite unstable individuals themselves. So upon reflection, I realized that I was almost always trying to develop relationships and get affection or care from people that were just basically incapable of doing so. So in a sense, I was like a sort of abused an abused dog. Um, I would come looking for love and sometimes I would get it but other times I wouldn't, um, you know, and at worst there was a bit of a, a bit of an abusive thing happening. Um, but at best I would get, you know, hugs and attention, but the, the overall outcome of this sort of uncertain relationship with all the adults in my life gave me a fairly low self-esteem and put put my ability to develop relationships moving forward into my teenage years and adult life in a lot of jeopardy. I, I've, I found that when there was an issue in any of my relationships, and this would be, you know, personal, romantic or work, I would automatically put all of the blame and um, consequence of however the relationship turned out on me. So any fight that arised, I would put it down as all my fault. Any disagreement, any communication issue, basically every problem that came about, I put onto myself. And obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but it's obvious to me now that that line of reasoning is faulty. But when I was feeling quite low, it made sense. I mean, if I was you know, what I consider to be a bad or not so, not so healthy a person, um, that's got, you know, mental issues, basically, if there's a problem, well, of course it's me. Who else could it be? You know, the person that I was with or the, the friendship that I was trying to make or the work that I was with, I would put that on a pedestal and I would make, in my mind, I would believe that they're perfect and they're faultless. So when a problem arised, naturally the problem must come from me. So now the older I get and the happier that I get and the more sort of detached I get from this sort of line of reasoning, the more I realize that relationships are a two-way string. The problem could be me, but it could also be them or it could be a combination of things. It could be a miscommunication. I'm learning now not just to put all the blame squarely on myself. And it's actually 
quite a healthy thing to do because what I found is is that if I if I realize that potentially the problem could be caused by something else, it actually allows me to address that problem a lot easier than if I put it all on myself. Because if you put it all on yourself, then what you're doing is you're constantly changing and manipulating and basically not being true to yourself. You know, if, if I've caused a problem, or if I think I've caused a problem, then I keep sort of twisting my personality and my belief system to sort of fit in line to make that problem less real and more like like it came from me than I'm effectively changing. And, and what happened was is that I'm left feeling like I'm no one because the base of me keeps changing to becoming something else to fit in line with this other person or, or the job. So in order to cause or to resolve the, the conflict that arose, I have to keep changing myself and therefore I'm left without a clear understanding of who I am or what I am. And obviously that's fairly problematic because if you don't have a base of understanding who you are, you can't really move forward in life at all. You don't, you don't have any basis to make decisions. You don't have any basis to do anything. So the more experience that I've got with life now, I've realized that I need to work out who I am and what I stand for and what values I believe in and sort of get a core understanding of myself. So, so now when a problem or a, or an issue arises in a relationship, because I can better understand myself, I'm more able to objectively consider where the fault lies. If, if I know who I am, where I am, what I, what intentions I had and all of those sort of things, and then something occurs, I can work out if the problem came from me or if it came from them. Now, the problem definitely could come from me, obviously, but I feel like I'm better able to work out exactly why the conflict arose and how I feel about it. Originally, if a conflict arose, I put it on them. I put it on myself, sorry, and I believed that I was, I was at fault. And to the other person as well, this, or the other, you know, the other, the other party involved, this would be fairly frustrating because it would result in me just being very apologetic. I would always be apologizing for things that I'm doing because I'm trying to please this person that I put on a pedestal. I'm trying to make it clear to them that I'm, I'm sorry for upsetting them because, you know, who am I to, who am I to, to upset someone like them? Remember coming from very low self-esteem, I would put everyone else above me. So all this is a massive mess that needed to be cleared up. So coming from this quite a low self-esteem area where I put other people above me to where I am now, which I feel is a bit more even setting. I had to work out ways to find out who I am and detach from the situation as well as be able to look at things objectively. So in terms of finding myself, it's, it's a long and an ongoing process. I found that writing my story down about my childhood and my father was very, very, very therapeutic. 
the ability to put words onto a page and rewrite them and make them perfect and explain what happened and how I felt and basically just sort of externalize the confusion that I found in my mind and sort of get it onto a particular pl- onto a page enabled me to own my story and sort of make sense of the jumbled mess that was sort of happening whenever I would think back to my past. By putting it on the page, I was able to better understand where I'd come from and therefore where I am now. And the second thing that I've done was to be able to step back and develop strategies that would help me to detach and get out of my mind when I started ruminating and getting back into that negative self-talk low self-esteem sort of mind frame my primary activities are meditation and brazilian jiu-jitsu so with meditation it what i'm trying to do now is a daily um, a daily practice of about 20 minutes i'll set a timer and i'll go into my own space and just focus on my breath and i found that just just doing a simple simple meditation like that allows my brain to calm down and sort of process where I'm at. And with the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, it's a physical exercise that involves constant learning and it's quite primal. You're, you're wrestling, you're, you're fighting someone. And what that does is, is in that moment, I'm not in my mind. I can't, you know, there's no room for rumination or depressed thoughts. I just have to be switched on in the moment. Because if I'm not, I'll get beaten, I'll get hurt. So both the meditation and jiu-jitsu are quite helpful in enabling my brain to sort of process. The analogy I like to use is like concrete setting. Um, if you lay a layer of concrete and just let it set, it'll, it'll go hard and it'll be the shape that you want it to. But I found that without those two things... It's almost like I'm constantly layering more and more and more concrete down without letting it set. And what I end up happening is is my brain just is this jumbled mess that is sort of trying to sort itself out but just can't. Imagine if you sort of put concrete down and then before it was only half dry, you put some more on and then you put some more on and then you put some more on. It would eventually form a path, but the path you make would be quite, you know, broken relative to what it could be. Meditation and jiu-jitsu allow me to step back and evaluate the situation for what it is because my brain is a lot more clearer. So moving forward with, with those tools in place, if, if I'm in a relationship with someone or if conflict arises, I try to detach from the situation and see it from all perspectives. So this is what I felt. This is what they might be feeling. This is what an objective third person might look at it. And with those in mind, I aim to hold myself accountable to whatever I've done. And I'll apologize for that. But I won't go further than that. If I, if I know that I've made a mistake, of course I will own that mistake. Because you have to. But I will also call the other person on their mistakes. Or on what I feel that they've been involved in. And 
in doing so, my, my relationships with people have become a lot stronger because I'm basically sharing an honest, my honest thoughts with them. And because when, because if, if, if something arises and I realize that there's an issue, if I don't address my honest thoughts with them, there's always this sort of sticking, niggling feeling hanging over the relationship that just sort of festers and grows worse with time. Because let's say you've got an issue that you need to address with someone and you wait a week. Well, now that that issue is a little bit harder to recall. Let's say you wait a month. It's even harder to recall. You know, they all forget the specific events and it just becomes this sort of lost in memory. But the problem is, is that it's still irritating you. It's still there and you know that something had to be addressed. And, and unfortunately, if you wait too long, it might be almost impossible to address. It's like the saying that people forget um, what you said, but they won't forget how they made you feel, how you made them feel. And that works both ways. If I don't address it, then it's just this niggling thing that's just sitting there when sometimes it's better just to take the mandate off and address it straight away. And another reason for, for wanting to address things or to be honest is, I suppose separate from self-esteem issue, is just a general trust issue with people. I try and be as honest as I can with people if they ask me for my opinion on something, even if that means that what I say might potentially hurt them, I try and be as honest as possible because if I'm as honest as possible with them, they know that when they ask for my opinion, I'll give it to them. They know that they can trust what I'm saying. I'll be, I will say what I mean and they will get that honest opinion as opposed to beating around the bush and trying to save feelings. I find that it's better to just address the person what they're after and that way they know that there's no games being played they don't have to interpret you know the different tones or the implications and all that sort of stuff if i'm consistently honest with someone then they know that moving forward if they need an honest opinion they'll have it from me because time after time i've given them an honest opinion on what they're after and in turn i'll let them know that i'm going to do that so that if they ask for my advice, be aware that I will give it to them honestly. But on the other, on the flip side of that, I also expect honesty back. If if I've asked for an opinion, you know, I'll be as honest as I can to the other person, and I want the person to be as honest as they can to me. And that way, there's no game playing. There's no there's no issues of communication. Everyone just knows how it is. And I find that's the best way to. I suppose bringing it back to the to my first topic here, it's the best way to avoid any communication or relationship issues in the first place. If everyone's honest and you can trust what, what words are being said to each other as truth and no like sort of hiding or game playing, then everyone wins. Everyone knows what, what page everyone's on. There's no issue there. So as a summary, I'd like to just re-emphasize that if you're in a relationship, be aware that both parties can be wrong and it's it's can be detrimental to the relationship to put someone else on a pedestal believing that they're always right and that if a problem arises it's always your fault it might be your fault it might be their fault it might be no one's fault it might have just it might have just happened but to put the blame solely on your own shoulders won't do you or them any good 
do your best to try and take steps to detach and step back and and evaluate what's actually happening as opposed to just putting it on your shoulders. And that way the relationship will be healthier and may last a lot longer than it would if it's always put on your own shoulders. And you'll be a happier person too. Good luck. Thanks for listening. And if you're after more content, I also have a blog that I update regularly, as well as a one-minute video series where I'll be sharing insights on a variety of topics, including mental health, motivation, psychology, and philosophy. I'm releasing a new video daily. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please do me a massive favor and either review it on iTunes or recommend it to two people. Share the link with them and tell them why they would enjoy listening to it. Finally, I'd love to hear from you, so please connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Zachary P. Phillips. Links to these, as well as anything discussed, are in the show notes. Thanks.